Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? I was thinking, um, this is a historical. Isn't it is it? historical, yes. You know, and I've just been thinking while I was, um, you know, getting the computer up to speed. I think this is our third historical, um, and they, they've all been in Scotland because you know we've had we had Scotland last cheap. week because <laughs> it's cheap, and then we had the uh, the werewolf one, didn't That's we? True, yeah, the that David Tennant one yes. that was in Scotland. We haven't done any other histor- historicals yet. There's nothing, we? nothing happened anywhere else in the world. Well, pre, pre-1960. Well, well also Scotland. You, you haven't got housing estates everywhere, That's true. and you know well, you uh, everything's now, been developed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah this. It, it, do you think it's just we prefer historical ones? Weirdly, though, isn't it? It's like the contemporary. John Purge with Patrick Trump's now feel like historical drama mm. to us. Uh, it's, it's so weird. But yeah, I do. I was thinking about this because I, I thought when I was sat watching, I thought, oh, we've, we have done, we've done another historical. And is it just that we prefer it? What was also interesting was <laughs> the, 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 the absolute sort of signal difference between this and the Capaldi one we watched last week. And yet the elements are sort of the same. Mm. <clears throat> so perhaps, yeah, perhaps we should, as we go through, we should try and compare and contrast. All right. Well, we can compare yeah. and contrast right from the get-go because, yes. um, yeah, again, horrible credits and horrible music, well, at least for me. Yes, I'm not a great fan of these uh, credits. The music's grown on me a little bit. I would still say it's probably my second least favourite um, of any of the theme tunes. Um, it... When I first heard it, that was the one thing that I thought, you know, would be better. Mm. And the cre- the opening credits, I don't like. They look they they're weirdly organic, mm. and I I I, I don't like. It. I I had a when I was on holiday, and I was I I got a bit ill on holiday a few years back, and I had a bit of a fever dream, and I'd been watching uh, Blue Planet, mm. you know, the the, the nature program. Because that was the only thing on, and that was in Spanish. Brilliant. Um, so, so watch this. And then I fell asleep, and I had this almost lucid, horrible nightmare where I was underwater looking up. And it, it was really scary, and it stayed with me. And this is what these titles remind me of. It's like you're looking up and from underwater, and it's, it's very weird, very, very, I say, almost unsettling, unsettling organic, um, coupled with the, the terrible version of the scene tune which is like i say i'm not it's, it's not great is it it's not do you think they'll ever go back to just okay have new opening you know animation and images but use the old tune again because there's nothing wrong with them no i don't i don't think they would because i mean not only would you have rights issues i suppose but but you've also pe- people that come on that design and direction they want to do their own stuff they don't want to do 
they don't want to rehash old stuff. I, it always sort of amazes me on Facebook in the Doctor Who groups and people are always moaning about it, saying, oh, this new production team's come on and they've changed things. Well, of course they have. They've got to That's put the their stamp point. on it, haven't they? It yeah. It's, it, otherwise, why would you be a designer? Or why would you... It's like it's, I think someone was saying, why don't they go back to using the classic old design of Dalek? Why do they keep having to change it? Because that's their job. But they, they've you done know? that from the, from the very yeah. start of Doctor Who. Exactly, the Daleks yeah. have changed each time, haven't I they? Can, I can just imagine like modern Doctor Who fans, if they'd have been around in the 60s, you know, like when in Dalek Invasion of Earth and the Daleks turn up and they've got <laughs> big fenders. Well, that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm off. I'm not putting up with this rubbish. What's that dish on the back? That's terrible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and saying that, I mean, we know from contemporary letters of complaint that went into magazines, we know people did that with Patrick Troughton, don't we? But mm. um, what have you done? You've made Doctor Who silly. I'm not watching ever again. There's no future for this. Rah, 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 rah. So, yeah. so it's always been there, I think. It's always been there, yeah. yeah. I, I think fans... Horrible generalisation here now, isn't it? Fans tend to be collectors and completists don't they so they like things to be compartmentalized and they like they don't like change you right. know and everything's got to be ordered and structured and correct yes yeah everything's got to be correct and if you deviate from it yeah woe betide you it's what Whereas we call it, the yeah. rivet counters the rivet you counters, and i yes, yes. yeah and uh, i think we've all been there to a certain extent but some are much worse than others aren't they some and you've it said before, sad. it's something to do with being a science fiction fan that brings so, yeah. out this this element, and be it fantasy, you know, uh, science fiction, whatever, you know, and whatever TV show or film, there it it, it, it draws it out of a person in some I, way. I think it? it does, and I don't know why, because you don't. I mean, I've also got like one one toe in the, the world of horror fandom, so I, I like horror, and you don't tend to get the same thing, so. Like, if a film comes out and it's completely different than the last one, the horror fans seem to go, eh, get on with yeah. it. Did it scare me or not? Whereas the sci-fi fans, yeah, it's very much a, you know, oh, this, is, you know. I mean, I can remember the, the 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 absolute sort of outrage in fandom when they they moved Spock's science station on the bridge of the Enterprise <laughs> for the motion picture. You think, I mean, I mean... It doesn't matter, does it? it no, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. I've got a friend called John Wright, and he's yeah. a massive, massive Judge Dredd fan. Oh, right, you know, okay. and, God, and none of them are the same. No, whatever. Ah, and, and, and this is the point. I mean, he has spent a fortune. I, I've been to his house. I've been down in his basement, and it's a shrine to Judge Dredd. Any, any bit of merchandise, he's got it all, you yeah. know. Um, but the thing that rankles him, and this is why I'm mentioning him, is he is firmly convinced that Judge Dredd should only have seven links in his chain going down to his badge right uh, and it pisses wow, him off mightily when an artist draws six or eight or that's, like um, that. that's that that's a that's a hard thing to nail your colours to isn't it that's <laughs> wow I thought you was going to say it's like oh he doesn't like the fact that the helmet changes the, the number of links. So what if they issue a new judge's uniform in the comic that's got eight links? Is that it? That's the. Final. I think that's it. He burns his yeah. collection or what, something. What, what would be really? You know, you know, like a, a, every now and again, someone will feed all the uh, eight hundred and thirty different doctors oops, into the uh, in, into a face generator, and they'll go, "This is the this is the average. This is what it looks like," and it always looks a bit like. Someone like Peter Davison, because he's got quite a bland face. Sorry, Peter. Um, but I would love to do it if they did it with Judge Dredd's helmets. Mm. If you could feed Judge Dredd's helmets 
into a blender, <laughs> it's probably against the law. Now, I'd love to see what an average, because his helmet has changed yeah, yeah. from day one, hasn't it? It was yep. just, it just changed completely. So, yeah, that would be interesting, I think. What are we talking I... about? Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's get back on track. Let's get yeah. back on track. What is the meaning of this? Madam, I have come to your rescue. King James. Your Majesty. You may prostrate yourselves before me. God's chosen ruler and Satan's greatest foe come to vanquish the scourge of witchcraft across the land. Forgive the mask. All right, so, yeah, it's our historical. Yes. Uh, because it's 17th century Lancashire, isn't it? Do, do you like the fact that you don't get a, a pre-credits scene in this series? I do. Mm. I don't like the pre-credits scenes. No, because it becomes like Star Trek. Star Trek did yes. that. Well, yeah. so that, Star Trek, not the Star Trek we used to see when it was on TV in the, in the no, 70s. the BBC... But... Uh, they luckily edited us for us. Yes. Us for no, us. no, 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 no. You have the opening credits, and yes. then bam, you're into it. Yeah, you have, you have opening credits, your program, closing credits. We're all happy then. Yeah. Don't mess about with that. Seven links. That's yeah. What we want. Um, that should be the new name for it. Whenever we say uh, continuity annoyance, it's the seven link principle. All right. That we'll in honor call of it from your there. friend John. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they're in 17th century Lancashire. I can't yes. remember why they're in 17th century Lancashire. No, I don't think they, they really give a reason. It, unlike so, unlike last, like the first contrast and compare. In this season, the Doctor seems to just wander about. Love it. That's what I want. Out mm-hmm. of the Doctor. I love that. So I think they've just turned up because none of them are ready for this, are they? Well, they're not no, dressed yeah, for they're it not either. Right? It, no. They share that with last week's, yes. don't they? Yeah, they're not ready. But at least it's mentioned this week. Yes. Someone actually go, you know, mentions. I think the king says, "What are you dressed like?" Um, so yeah, so I think I think we're back to random travelling, which I, I like. Yeah, that's why I like this season. I think it's it's back to it's 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 for me classic Who. Mm. Um, indeed. Um, what I said the last time we were doing a 13th Doctor was I, I like Jodie Whittaker's Doctor when she's more serious and not yep. doing the, oh, aren't I wild and wacky? And yeah. we get we get the wild and wacky bit at the beginning, and it's like, oh, oh dear, oh, yeah. I, we're going to have one of those, are we? Yeah, it's very much toned down in this one, I think, which is good. I thought. Yeah, it's almost yeah, it goes do. almost immediately, doesn't yeah. it? As soon After as the, the situation apple changes, yeah. So, so this is what I loved as well about this is, and this is something we don't really get in Doctor Who is the fact that they've gone back in time, but they're still in a location that someone knows. Yes. So, like Graham says things about, oh, I recognise that hill. I reckon. Yeah. I love that. That's brilliant. That's really cleverly done because we don't get a lot of using time as anything other than it's a new world, and it? it's a new. A new dimension or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that—the fact that he recognised certain bits and he was saying, it's, you know, "It's this area and that area." Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they they come across the village and it's immediately it's like, "Oh, it's a party!" And you're right, we get the the oh, I love a party me type doctor. Yes. And it's yeah. like, oh, and oh, I, I love apple bobbing. Yeah. And, I thought, and, oh, if I steered Eric wrong. That's oh, what no. I thought at the beginning. It's like, Ian, what are you yeah. doing? Not, not, not two weeks in a row. Yeah. It's like, oh no, what's happening? And then, then yeah, she goes, oh, apple bobbing. I love apple bobbing. And then it's, it becomes almost a much more serious tone. Mm. What's interesting as well is, um, it's sort of, 
back to pretending that it's a, a pure historical at the beginning, isn't it? Yes. Which there's I, nothing so far to show no. that there's anything other than... It, well, yeah, they're not th- looking for anything. They're not trying to explain anything. They've not got any plan. They've just gone back in time to have a look at what yeah. Yorkshire would have been like. Yeah, they're being followed yeah. by a plague doctor. That's a yes. bit unusual. But apart from that, everything so far... Did you have visions of Gorindon? I did a bit, I yeah. Did, yeah. I thought, oh, is Eric following I've, me? I've made a few uh, plague yeah. doctor masks. Oh, yeah. I, I should have made them for, the, for, for, for you, you know, COVID. Yes, very handy for this. Yes, yeah. Um, I like the mention she says, you know, we're, we're not to interfere. We're back in time. We're not to yes. interfere. Um but they, they, they then find out that a gra- granny is being ducked yeah, as a witch. and they immediately interfere. Well, you know, I mean, I, I quite like the, uh, yeah, no one interfere line. Because you know it's going to be broken immediately, don't you? Yeah. Uh, the doctor's not going to just leave it. But I think it's, it's quite dark as well. It immediately takes a dark turn. And that's when Jodie Whittaker is, drops is all the, yeah, all the really gurning good. and the uh, comedy stuff. Yeah. What um, I mean, this episode's got some amazing Doctor... This is why I don't understand people go, oh, the, the Jodie Whittaker never had any Doctor moments. This episode's chock full of Doctor moments. Yeah. She's really good in it. But what I like as well is the colour palette. It immediately drains out, doesn't it? And you're yes. left with this... Reminded me very much of the um, of Fury Road when they're in the... Uh, you know, where the Striders are. Yes, and it was that sort of style colour palette, and I thought that's really interesting because obviously it's not filmed like this. They must have have drained it of colour mm. in in post production, which is like yeah, it looks like a film. It reminded me. I don't know if you've seen it. There's a, a really good film. It's very weird. But it's a really good film called A Field in England. No, nice. it's uh, it's about it's, it's basically just a group of characters that that are in a they escape to a field in England during the uh, the Civil War, and they eat mushrooms and it sends them mad it sounds awful but it's the it's the uh, league of uh, um, extraordinary gentlemen right. or league of ordinary gentlemen guys it's reese sheer smith um and it's it's really good but it reminded me of this it's sort of l- low budget use drain the color out mm. a few costumes and you've got a, a perfect setting yeah yeah it does go very uh, grim because i thought i thought the granny would have survived but she's not she's killed isn't she she's drowned yeah Uh, this this is the moment where normally you would have the doctor either pulling the screwdriver or doing a bit of quick cpr and people going no she's a witch no she's dead can't revive her sorry yes and yeah really and what i love about this as well after last week's where like you you couldn't give a, a tinkers cuss about any of the characters this you you, have, you don't know this old woman but the fact of the way people are reacting it really hits home that someone's died which I yes. thought was, was was a nice touch and the doctor feels it as well yeah. doesn't she yeah um but you've got this boss you've got this becca savage is there yes. and, who, and who i know from benedorm unfortunately uh, i right. used to watch that but, no. well you mean yeah. the program not the, the program. You, you yeah, bumped into her at the place no she she was in the first couple of seasons of benedorm she was one of the lead characters right. no and, no uh, no she i don't know her at yeah. all um but yeah we have the psychic paper device yes. to say that uh, the doctor's a witch find a general yep um, and we also find out that Becca Savage owns the crag. Um, horses are banned yes. in Barlhurst. They've killed them all. Because it, she had them that, all killed, yeah. yes. And isn't that, that's a really, that's the moment where you think, I mean, other than the fact that, you know, she's burning, uh, dunking women for witches and that, but we, you know, 
and that was the sort of general view back then. But that when she says that they killed all the horses, she's had all the horses killed because they were possessed by Satan. That's the point, you know, she's probably mad. Yeah, yeah something's really, up really here. unsettling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the way Graham knows all about her from the history yes. books. Again, as well. I, this is really good. It's because they would, wouldn't they? No, none of this should be operating in a vacuum. So, like, they sort of got around it with like Rose and that because she didn't know any history. She was thick as a, a you know, a bag of bricks. Mm. So she didn't know history. But normal people should know stuff about what's happening. Especially in a local area like this, and the fact that he knows the, you know, he knows what the story of her, but the village, there's there is no village of that name. That it, it it's really cleverly, yes, sort of yeah. it goes into the mystery. Yeah, we we, you said you know um, that we're getting a story here that's gone gone dark and serious, yeah. but that's when King James turns yeah. up. Um, the plague is, doctor yeah. is King James. Yes. And uh, for some reason, I don't know how King James can actually walk through the woods completely by himself. Uh, particularly as he says to Ryan later on, you know, that he you know, continually, yeah. you know, faces death. But yes, Alan Cumming, here he is. Um, it's been very dark, but boy, he's in the stratosphere. He goes so yes. over the top. <laughs> he, he comes he's in, camping yeah. it right up, yeah, isn't he? He? Com- he comes in at 11 already, doesn't he? I, I mean, I love Alan Cumming. I I could watch him all day, and I love him in this. Um, but yeah, he's he's immediately over the top. And you, you then sort of get the feeling, oh, it's going to be a comedy episode, which it's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's well done. I think he, because he, he has a retinue of guards and, a, and someone that's looking after him, so I imagine they must have been following him. Right. Um, but a lot, I mean, almost all of this, other than the, uh, the fantasy elements, almost all of the King James stuff is based on contemporary accounts of King James. He was a strange, strange man. Yes. I'd, I've never seen any account that says that he has lovely eyelashes like, uh, like Alan is wearing. I'm sure they are, they are fake eyelashes. They are just too curly and, and too pretty to be Alan's mm, own. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Perhaps... Would the king have a king's eyelash curler? Yes, well, he had a that. bottom wiper, so why That's not? That's true, yeah. Yes, why not? Why yeah, not? yeah. But you really get the feeling Alan Cumming is loving it. He's loving he? this, yeah. <laughs> he's in a costume in a muddy field. He's, he's in his element. Yeah. I like how, you know, the doctor holds up the psychic paper, and because it's yes. psychic paper, King James reckons Graham is yeah, the witch finder. Dr- his natural it, prejudice yeah, won't allow a woman yeah. to be the general, yes. Yeah, it's and it, again at, at the time I think this a lot of these things upset the fans, didn't they? So, oh, it's hammering home the the sexist message. But I I I find these bits delightful. I think it's really well handled in this one. It did get it sometimes got a bit over the top in other stories, but I think in this one it works really well because of where they are. Yeah, and and it's historical, and yeah. historically that's the attitude that there was. So you yeah. can't really object to that. It still is in some places in oh, uh, yeah. Britain, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, the king wants the trials to keep going ahead. Yes. Um, and at the same time, Granny's granddaughter, who's called Willa, I think her name was Willa. Willa. Yeah. Yeah, she's attacked by these tentacles. Yeah, and again, really good effects. I put in my notes, really good effects. I like the tentacle effects. They, they work really well. Mm. There's a scene where it's sort of bubbling back into the ground. And it's like, that's good CGI. I, and I think... Is that the secret to CGI, is use it for simple things that you can get really right? Yeah, don't have a whole creature made out of it. 
because that's where it falls down. Yes, yeah. So I think yeah. it's a clever, again, clever use of, of the CGI budget. Yeah, and I think this is a clever story in that it seesaws between quite yeah. serious, you know, uh, tense stuff. And then you have the lightness of, like, King James, because almost immediately after the bit with the tentacle coming out of the ground, you've got King James and his pricker. It's yes, my pricker. That, yeah. <laughs> it's As my he pricker, dear boy. Yeah. Brings it up into yeah. shot. Yes, yes. Do you have one? <laughs> oh, you can borrow mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can have my pricker, Ryan. Yeah, yeah he, ta- he, he takes rather a shine to Ryan, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, he, he, he does. I do, and I like as well, like you say, that it's... It, 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 it straddles the line between outright camp and, like, later on we find out we go delve a bit into the psyche of uh, King James and it's, it explains a lot of it. But, yeah, it's, it's really nicely done because he's, he's joyous, isn't he? He's like, hey, we're hunting witches. He's, this is a game See, to him. See, this is what I like about him is yeah. Alan Cumming is going over the top and he's playing it very camp, but the character of James the First is rather an unpleasant one because yes. he, even though, yes, he is joyful, oh, we're going witch hunting, he doesn't veer at any point from, no, these women have to die, you yeah, know? Yeah, from beginning to end and right at the end, yeah, it, he doesn't veer from it. It's the, the way he's hunting them might change, but he, he has this sort of puritanical viewpoint that, you, you know, you, you won't suffer witches to live. Mm. I mean, what, what's it's interesting, they tie into the fact that you know, the King James Bible was rewritten by him. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it, again, it's, you almost, it, it almost feels like we're learning stuff, yeah. which we're not used to in modern Who. No, we're not no, meant no. To learn things. That's that's too Ruthian for. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and it's all very enjoyable stuff because we've it got is. a nice scene with this Willow and the Doctor and Yaz and um, you've got a nicer scene uh, with, with James and Ryan where they're comparing their tough lives. I like Ryan when he says, you know, yeah. I, I, I lost my, my, my mum, I lost my gran. And then James is like, well, my mother murdered my father. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, all right then. <laughs> I love that. You'll have to put that I love that little speech. You know, it's like, yeah, it's my, my mother murdered my... Uh, oh my, yeah, her, murdered by her sister, and then she was put in on a sanus. Yeah, I love it. And Ryan just says, uh, "Yeah, okay, you win." Yeah, <laughs> which pleases the king no end, doesn't yes, it? Indeed. He's like, yes. "Yes, I'm back on top, even in my own misery." Yes, yeah. Um, and you know, we've got to have science fiction in here somewhere. So we find out that the mud's not actually mud, is it? It's it's an alien no. matter that that reincarnates dead people. Yeah, we get one. Thankfully, just one techno babble sequence of dialogue, don't we? Where the doctor says, "No, it's actually blah 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 blah," and every time they they go into them, I hear the um, I hear the uh, Snoopy teachers, you know, from yes. uh, Charlie Brown. Um, I couldn't tell you what she said. I have no idea. All I'm, I know is it's ended with a terrible bit of comedy about check out my rhymes, poetry under pressure. Yeah. And it's like, oh Not good. no. No, no, no. This isn't. I d- yeah, I, I also I, I quite like the fact that when they're wandering up <coughs> through the woods and that, talking to the king, and um, they have to be careful of the the language they're using. So when he says, "Oh, I spent a year in hell," and it's like, "Oh, yes. not not literally." No, I didn't really. Yeah, because th- th- this is again, this is something that that would happen, isn't it? The fact mm. that they can understand each other, you're still using different contexts for everything. Yes, yeah, it's translating it, but not. Yeah. Yeah, changing exactly. the context, yeah, yeah. And James and co, they arrive when the mud people attack yes. all these uh, yep. dunked 
women. I'd, I'd forgotten come back. about the, the zombies. I, I, I remember the tentacle. I completely forgot about it. And I thought, yay, I love me a zombie. Oh, you said that last yeah, time we had zombies. See, see, I remember watching this and I remember enjoying Alan Cummings' performance. Yeah. But like you, I'd forgotten about yeah, completely the, forgotten. The, uh, the people. Um, and I like the look. I like the black eyes, you know, because that instantly makes something even more yes. menacing, doesn't it? If you've got a jet black eyes. Yeah, I, I, I always love a. I mean, it's, it's a hammer thing, and I always love a, a jet black or a jet red eyeball. Mm. So yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do me. Yeah, we get some not very good lines. We've got the, you know, yeah. uh, the doctor saying, "Oh, if I was still a bloke," which is like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it it it's true, but again, this, I think it's again slightly hammered home, isn't it? They've been doing so well. Yes. Right up to now, and then it's a bit of a clumsy line. I I can forgive it, but <clears throat> I think c- coupled with pretty much every episode as as a, a clump, like you said, the the I got an upgrade line. There's a clumsy line in everything, and I think they do themselves more disservice with yes. that yeah. than they do bring anyone up. They jar a little bit, don't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because all, all the way through, it's fine until you, a clunker of yeah. a line like that comes in. Because you know the doctor. Yeah. I was going to say, we're not idiots, are we? The, the, no. the audience aren't idiots. They don't need it spoon-fed. No, no. Um, and I, I like all this because the Doctor knows Becca's hiding a secret. But Becca kind of like turns the tables and, you know, and James now thinks the Doctor's an enemy. She, she is Doctor D, a necromancer. Yes. Um, so she's going to be dunked shortly as well. And, yeah, yeah I, I like the way James wants to know, you know, how her wand works. Yes, he calls he the Sonic Screwdriver a wand. a wand. You know what? He's not he's not far off, is he? It is a wand by now. Mm. I do like the the again they they mention like um, Arthur C. Clarke's that any any sufficiently advanced science is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the mantra for New Who, isn't it? Yes, that they're they're basically doing magic and saying it's advanced science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it is. It's just it's the equivalent of Harry Potter and his wand. No. But yeah, I do like the fact that he's he's continually looking because you get the feeling that if he thought the Doctor, well, he, later on he thinks the Doctor Witch, but he's he'd be quite happy to murder them all. Mm. You know, yeah. to stamp out witchcraft. And I like this scene between you know James and the Doctor because yes, you know um, there's no silliness. Um, I like the whole you know who are you really. And, you know, it works both ways. You know, each yeah. of them wants to know what the other one is. Well, well Alan Cummings is so good that he, in certain scenes he drops... The king drops his act, doesn't he? Yes. And he's dead serious then. And you get the feeling that you say the wrong thing and you're in trouble. And I, I love that in powerful figures that you get that. Tom Baker used to do it so well, didn't he? He could, he could drop the silliness and be boom. Yeah. Immediately, seriously, you go, oh, that's good. And yeah, Alan Cumming is, is great at that as well. Do you think I do he would have been a good him. doctor? I think he would have been an excellent doctor. Mm. Really good, yeah. Mm. I, I've always I, I always enjoyed his performances. First thing I ever saw him in, I think it must be one of his first things, was where he was playing the uh, the um, air steward. The, the airline thing, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was very good. Yeah. It, it was odd to then see him appear in Hollywood things it was, after seeing him in that. Sad. That guy from the little Channel Four or BBC Scotland sitcom yes. thing. He was rather um, camp in that one as well. He wasn't was, he? yeah. I don't think he can be anything other than camp. Bless him. No, that's um, true. But I, I do like him. Um, but yeah, I think the relationship between King James and the Doctor is key to this episode, and it's so good. 
Yeah. It's so layered. Yeah. And our, it's nice after last week's as well that the Doctor cares about people again. Yes. So yeah. she cares about Willa. She cares that someone's been good. And Capola, I think that, and I was trying to work out why, why did I enjoy this season so much, but almost detested the previous. And I think that's it. I, I don't want a Doctor that doesn't care. I don't mind a Doctor that pretends not to care. You know, mm. but I like a doctor that cares. Otherwise, what's he doing it all for? Yes, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Um, because she says she'll show him everything if he drops the hatred and and just yeah. sees reason. Um, and meanwhile, these mud people—they've yeah. gone to Becca's bedroom to get her axe. She's got yes. an axe, hasn't she? She's got an axe in, in her, her bedroom. Room, yes, which it comes comes to be very relevant. And because at first you think, why has she got an axe? And I think Ryan says she's she's pretty tooled up. <laughs> Yes, you know, in yeah. her bedroom. I do love uh, Graham's line though: is uh, when someone says, "What are they doing?" He, he goes, "Revenge." That's why the undead always come back. Brilliant. <laughs> and again, it should contemporary knowledge of films and things like that should feed through into their characters. Yes. Yeah. Too too much. They're sort of isolated time travellers in who in have never quotes. seen anything like yeah. it yeah. in fiction or anywhere. You know, but I I, I quite like the the contemporary. Knowledge, not. I don't want them, like you say. I don't want them doing Ghostbusters skits. But the fact that all of them would have seen zombie movies, all of them would have had some knowledge of the local folklore. All of them, yeah. And it, it's nice that they're feeding that in and not ramming it down your throats yes. like we're yeah. the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. very true. That's gonna haunt us. It is. Yeah. So yeah, the Doctor's going to be ducked, um, but uh, James James intervenes um, just you know, at the point that she's going to die because she's under the water yes. and he says, you know, bring her back up and she's gone. Uh, also, at this point, that Becca, she's bleeding mud Yeah, from which I thought eye. was a great effect. Mm. I put in my notes, great tear. I think that's, that's brilliant. Again, it's like the blood coming. It's, it's so unsettling. Yeah, but nobody seems to notice it. Though. No. It's never mentioned. Nobody seems yeah. to yeah, spot it. Yeah, my was running dear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when the mud people arrive. Um, because they yes. know the mud is in her, isn't it? Yes. So, yeah, they 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 want something out of her, which obviously the doctor quickly twigs, um, mm. and then we find out that it's the the leader of them. I can't. Remember, did they give her a name? I can't remember. I didn't write it down. If they it was did. just Granny. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Apparently, this Becca, she cut down a tree that spoilt her view. Yes. And was attacked by the mud thing, by cutting the tree down. Yeah, we get a wonderful little um, sort of flashback sequence. And there's a shot of a just a silhouette on the hill chopping the tree down. And it's mm. this wonderfully, I don't know what about it, it's just wonderfully evocative of, of, of like loneliness and, and hubris. And, yeah, so it's, it's, this, cinematically, this episode is it's gorgeous. It, yes. It reminded yeah. me again of, also of. Um, Probably a film you've seen, Blood on Satan's Claw. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, very much. I like the folk horror, me. Yeah, I do. I, do. Yeah, yeah. I like a bit of psychological folk horror. Yes, yeah. So she's, she embarks on this mission to uh, kill people as witches to stave off this yes. evil that she thinks is inside her. She yeah, thinks so Satan she, is inside her. Yeah, so she, she's, she got jabbed by the, uh, the tendrils who were... <laughs> <laughs> and, and part of it got inside her, and she thinks this is like the mark of Cain, isn't it? This is yes. that, that Satan's inside her, and that she's unclean, and she'll do anything. Because 
I mean, I, I find it very hard to, to get my head into the religious mindset. But if your understanding is that while that's inside you, if you die, you're going to hell forever, you can sort of see why it would play on them, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, she she's worried that she's now, she's unclean and she wants to, to get it out. So she she calls in uh, the grandma figure. Yes, to, give her to help her. I don't yeah. think she's ever I given a name. Uh, it might not be. Moldy Grandma Number One. Mold, yeah. Moldy Granny. Yes, um, and and that's why she's because she used the axe to chop down a tree, but also then you you get the feeling that the Granny said, "Well, we're going to lop that leg off." Yes, <laughs> you know it's the only way to be sure. Which didn't didn't go down well, evidently. No, no. So so at at this point, I mean, she becomes the Morax, doesn't she? Becca yes. disappears, and we have the proper. Morax effect or Morax. Um, yes, it's all I don't right. Think it's I, so good. I don't know about yeah. the hair. Yeah, if the it... hair doesn't help. I mean, the fact that the hair keeps changing color doesn't help. I don't know. That's got to be sort of lighting effects. But yeah, it, I would have preferred it if they'd have just left her as she was, but perhaps with just mud running out of her eyes continually yes. or something. Yeah. But yeah, it goes into a very latex mask. Yes. And it's all a bit too shiny. I know. I know they're yes, going for yeah. like a mud effect, but it just looks like shiny latex. Yeah, you know? it, it doesn't look as good as all the other effects they've got in here. This is the weakest one, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, she now wants King James. She she wants to take over King James. Yes. Yeah. So so it turns out that the the Morax uh, were a, uh, an army that wanted to take over the planet and were imprisoned under Pendle Hill by a tree that was the lock, which yes. I love I love Graham's uh, obvious when you say it like that yes. <laughs> line which is brilliant um, yeah it's quite it, it doesn't it's one of those that doesn't really bear too much thinking about but is again a throwback to like uh, uh, Azal in the demons trapped under the you know under the, the hump and yes. things like that and yeah it, it's very again very folklore in it we there's lots of folklore stories about things living in hills and under but I, things. I'm, I'm more interested in, you know, the, these these Morax creatures, yep. um, you know, were imprisoned as criminals. Yep. Who imprisoned them there a billion years ago? Because, you know, the doctor says it's alien technology, the tree, and yep. it's malfunctioning after a billion years. So yep. a billion years in Earth's past, some race brings yep. the Morax and and hides them under the ground in Earth and then buggers off. Yeah. I mean, it could have been the uh, the demons. Yeah. They were about... I mean, it, the spidery people that lived under London, they well, they were about a bit before that. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, they, it's one of those things, I suppose, you don't need to know who it was, but they have left it open if they ever wanted to sort of bring them back. Yeah. We like it when not everything yeah, is explained. Yeah, yeah I... I I prefer it when you're left a bit of imagination because it leaves things open for the future. I bet there's a book somewhere. I couldn't see anything about them. I I think this is a one-off so far. Um, But they break this tree down into torches uh, to defeat the Morax. This is is the the one bit where you have to go, yeah, okay. So they, they say that this is alien technology tree. It's a lock that keeps them in some sort of force field or something. But if you break the tree down and burn it, the smoke that comes off of it is like kryptonite. Yeah, I don't, I don't get and this. It's like, 
It's like, uh, okay, okay, uh, you've, you've, you've pulled me along this far. Yeah. I'll give you the benefit of a doubt, but yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. No, I, I saw the tree more as like a cork in a bottle. Yes, yeah, that's what I saw. And you pop the cork and out they come, yeah. you know? So if you burn the, burn the cork, that's not going to cause any harm, is it? No, I, I, I wouldn't. Although the smell of burnt cork is a bit obnoxious, isn't Maybe it? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, James, James is going to be uh, possessed by the, the Morax King, yes. which is a mud serpent. Yeah. Coming out of the top of the bottle, I suppose. Yes, which is, again, quite nice. They don't, they don't dwell on it too much. They do it in long shot, which I think is quite sensible. The mm. CGI holds up like that rather than going in for any sort of great close-ups. Yeah, and this smoke thing from the torches doesn't make much sense, nor does the Doctor hitting the tree stump with her torch, which reactivates the prison. Yeah, so she'd, she'd been working on whatever bit of tree with a screwdriver, so I suppose she's done something. Again, I, I quite like that they don't bother with any techno-babble thing, but yeah, just hitting it with the torch, I'm not sure what that does. No. No, but they At all go they back in. Yeah, they didn't go into nanotechnology, which I thought was a good thing. Yeah, but they all go back in. Yes, and and except presumably for one, except for the yes, yeah. But but and and they know just left. Well, I, I'm presuming because because they all go back in, don't they? Except for um, Lily Savage, her <laughs> yes. creature. Um, so I, I'm presuming the others just. You know, I swear, does the lock immediately lock them down again so they can't that's get out? That's what I'm out? saying. So they're still yeah. in there, yeah. aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're still under Pendle Hill. Yes. They should. Have, they could do another episode where Graham goes back. <laughs> it's a bit funny Warns last week. Off it, the trees. Last week it ended with people still yeah. under a hill. Now in this one, people still yeah, under a weird, hill. Yeah, it's Themes. Themes. Yeah. We've got a bit of a theme for next week's episode that's similar to this, which we will be revealing yes, at the end of the true. podcast as well. Yes. Yes. Um, and you, you've already mentioned it. It ends on a quote by Arthur C. Clarke, doesn't it? Yeah. So the king, the king, goes with his nature and kills the the lead one, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, which annoys the doctor. And then they go back to the TARDIS. Yeah, and the the the, the king is very much what's that. And the doctor says, quotes Arthur C. Clarke, I do like, they, she says, a very, a very clever person. And I don't know where, is that because they didn't want to mention Arthur C. Clarke or what, I don't know what was going on there. I don't but, know. No, I, I, like to, I like to think that they're just being clever. I did like as well, which I imagine will age probably badly, but I did like when um, uh, Graham says to him, if, if, if you uh, break the silence, he'll come down on thee with... You know, great, great vengeance. And he, he, he goes... Uh, Ezekiel. Or Ezekiel, yeah. And he goes, ah, Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. Really Again, good. it's Again, a n- yeah. nice little nod, isn't it? It is. Because that's what people know. So like these yes. are real... To me, these are real people. Yes. You know what I mean? They're, they, they're active realistically. They're written realistically. I don't understand why people hate them. No. <laughs> I just don't get it. No. But no, this is a really good story. I, I really yeah, enjoyed I, I uh, coming enjoyed back to it. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and wandered in halfway and wasn't particularly going to watch it. And it's always Alan Cummins and then sat and watched the rest. So yeah. there was very few sarcastic comments. So I presume she enjoyed yeah. it. Well, that's a hit <laughs> then, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I wanted, It made me want to watch more of the season, but it's like no, no, no another no, thirteen no. weeks and we'll be back. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. Yes. Well, I'll I'll, I'll try and uh, well, I'll, or maybe I won't. Let's see what I choose when it's yes. my 
my, my yeah. return to it. It's um, a ways off, isn't it? It is quite a ways off. Um, right, so, yeah, we, we've got a very specific time period here, haven't we? We have, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 17th century. No, not more specific than that, but 17th century Lancashire, um, which um, puts us somewhere near to a, a an occasion that we've already talked about, which was 1666, yes, which is the fifth the doctor with Terry, uh, Leptil. Terry Leptil and Heathrow and London. Yeah. So, yes. So technically, while the doctor was uh, setting light to London, um, this doctor could have been twatting about under a tree. Twatting about, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next then, uh, design rating out of 10. What, what would you give the Morax? I guess we're just going on the tentacles, the final Queen Morax, and the zombie types, yes? Yeah, because um, they're, they're all different. So <clears throat> I think the tentacles are excellent. I, thought, I think the CGI is amazingly well done. Very simple, but well done, and I think that's, that's clever. Um, I like the zombies. I'm not a great fan of the final no. rubberized mask form. So all told, I reckon, because we've got no, it, it would be higher if, if they'd have just left her as the human with mud on her face. That mm. says a lot, doesn't it? When having a bit of mud on your face would be scarier than the mask they've created. Um, so I'm going to go with a seven. Alright, well I've got a six. Yeah. Alright, so that's six and a half. Have we got six and a half? Yeah, we've got two six and a half so far. We've got Tim Shaw. Oh, right. Our other 13th Steady Doctor score, One. Isn't yeah, and the Crooked Man. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could right. see him hiding behind that tree. You? you could. You could. <coughs> all right. And then the effectiveness of all three things. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go because I give it a seven, didn't I? I'm going to go to a yeah. seven and a half for effectiveness because I do. I think it works really well. Again, the the mask doesn't quite work, but I do like the way that the zombies are acting. Compare them to the Fenric vampires, if right. you want to. A culture shift. All right. Well, I, I dropped a point to five. Yeah, right. Was yeah. that because of the mask? Yeah, the mask. Yeah, and she was yeah. a bit, yeah, a bit shouty in that, and not as menacing. So that's a six point two five. Now let right. me have a look. What have we? Have we got a six point two five? No, no, six point two five. But uh, yeah, on effectiveness um, between Sontar and Strax and Sharaz Jack. All right. I think it's a nice place to be. Paul. Yes, and I've just got to get my calculator again. Divided by two. Right, that, if I round that one up, is a adversary rating of 6.4, which that's sounds a strange one, number. I say uh, that sounds that's got, she's going to be in a, or they're going to be in a caravan all by themselves. Yes, they are. Right, so just down the road in the caravan down the road, you've got a caravan with the Web of Fear Yeti and Mavic Chen, and a then yes, and then just up the road a little bit is uh, Sharaz Jack. So oh, yeah, so. yeah, surrounded by shouty man. Yes, yeah. indeed, indeed. All right, uh, behind the scenes, um, part of the filming, and I think this might explain the the, the darkness to some of it. Yeah. Part of the filming took place during the the Beast from the East. Oh right, oh right. Do you remember the Beast from yeah. the East a couple of gonna, years ago? That was going to end us all, wasn't it? Yeah, late February, Siberian March, uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yes, and um, yes, the uh, the village that we see there is a place called Little Woodham. Okay. Um, also known as the Living History Village of Little Woodham or the 17th where, Century Village. Where would Doctor Who be without these living villages? 
it does help, doesn't yeah. it? It does it help really greatly. Does. It look, yeah, it look it looks amazing. So they've done a good job in this living village. Yes, yeah, and that's all on behind the scenes. So that's right. it well, then. Um, so that's us uh, finished. Now we've just been talking Thirteenth Doctor. So um, as a stopgap between resetting everything and going to the First Doctor, we have our well, special. we've got our second special, haven't we? We have, yes. Yeah, so this, <laughs> this is where we choose something that, that may span Doctors. Yes, and um, it's your turn, isn't it? It is, yeah. So I, I, th- I thought I would go with one of my earliest ever Doctor Who memories, which I've discussed before, um, and we'll, we'll look at these guys, and it's the, uh, the vest-wearing underwater buffoons themselves. It's the Sea Devils. It certainly is, and and yes, and another theme of something buried, yeah, for aeons under the yeah. under the surface of the earth. Yes. Do you think that's the Quatermass influence? Just it, it in might be. It yeah, might be. Like, yes. We like threats that have been there for a while. Yes, indeed. So yeah, yeah we're talking sea devils, but we yes. only sea devils because the Silurians yes. will be having a, their own special at some point as yeah. well. Yeah, I figure. Although they're they're cousins, I figure. They look different, they act different, they're in different shows, you yes. know, different episodes. So I think we're safe in... Because in, normally they get bunged straight together, don't they? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that's fair. No, no, I don't think that. I think the Sea Devils warrant looking at separately. Yes, and, and so we are, and that's what we're doing next time, okay? Good stuff, I look forward to that. Yes, yes, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've researched one story... And I've got yes. to watch the other one. Yeah, um, I think we, we've both got to watch Warriors of the Deep. Yeah, but this is going to be the problem, watching Sea Devils and then Warriors of the Deep, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, okay, listener, come back for that yes. in, in a week's time, and, all right? And visit us. Well, don't forget to wear your string vests. Yes. <laughs> all right, okay, see you Thanks next so. time. Right, Thanks, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.